This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Tuesday. We're back. We are back live on YouTube, on Facebook, on Patreon. We are back. I want to start off by saying uh, thank you for everyone who is my day ones. Mary, Tenny, Radella, Linda, Lydia, Devin. What up, Devin? It's been a while since you've been in our live chat. Where you been? What's happening? I know you're loving and living, but like, hello, we miss you. Come on through. Brianna, Crystal, Nicole, Jean, Amanda, and Julissa, thank you for like moving around with, with me and wherever I'm streaming, you're there. I really, really appreciate it. What's up live chat? Um, listen, there's so much going on. First and foremost, happy uh, February 2nd. It is Black History Month. And so like I said to you guys yesterday, if you were with us, I do want to start off with a quick quote. And so this quote is by uh, Michelle Obama. And it says, history has shown us that courage can be contagious and hope can take on a life of its own. And just so let that resonate in your spirit as we kind of move on. I see a lot of new people. Hey, Valentina. Hey, Lisa. Live chat. Say hey. Uh, all my regulars are up in there, but let's uh, welcome all the newbies. And if you're watching us on Facebook, make sure that you like, like, like this post. If you're watching uh, the replay or you're watching live on YouTube, definitely chime in in the live chat. And uh, I totally would love to hear from you guys. So um, let's start off, bears all. You guys, I don't know how many of you guys, because I know a lot of people are boycotting Discovery Plus. I personally love it. I think it's a great $5 investment. I'm all about the true crime and the do-it-yourself and all that stuff. But Bears All really is a companion piece to all the 90-day stuff that we watch. And it's unfortunate that, you know, people feel some kind of way about Discovery Plus. But at the same time, I'm here. So I can watch it for you if you don't have it. And we can talk about it like we're going to talk about it right now. So uh, this episode was definitely interesting to me because they started off with Big Ed. And if you guys have been with me from the get-go, you know how I feel about Big Ed. And I definitely want to know what your thoughts are on Big Ed, which is my first question. What are your thoughts on Big Ed? Does he entertain you? Is he funny to you? Is he quirky to you? Is he like the underdog that, you know, has come up and you appreciate him? Like, what are your thoughts? Because I have a whole lot of thoughts. And I got to tell you that I might be a little biased, and if you guys have known me for some years now, you know that uh, I host for AfterBuzz TV, and we've been on hiatus ever since this pandemic hit. So 
Um, we did interview Big Ed uh, at Afterbus TV. So I have some experience with Big Ed. And uh, my thoughts haven't really changed about him at all. Uh, Sonora, hey Sonora, you're new too. Sonora says Big Ed is disgusting. Valentina says I love his funnies, and Lydia says he creeps me out. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with that for a bit. So Big Ed, which I didn't know, plays the piano. So he serenaded Sean on this episode, and he played the piano, and uh, he played the song "Send in the Clowns," which apparently, hey Taish, I hope I'm saying that right. Harris, hey girl, hey. Uh, hey, Mia, I haven't seen you in a minute. Hey, girl, hey. Uh, she says he's a groomer. Mia, you and I are on the same same kind of wavelength. That's how I'm feeling a whole lot. I'm feeling a whole lot of grooming, but we'll get there. So he plays Send in the Clowns. Uh, and you know what I thought was interesting, you guys? So we're in episode five, and it wasn't until Big Ed came that Sean decided that she needed a plexiglass you know, for safety and unconcern about the pandemic and coronavirus and all of that. But she's had a ton of ton of people on the show pre-Ed. But Big Ed gets there, and I'm not saying it's about it, Big Ed, but all of a sudden there's this plexiglass, and she's like, hey, you know, sorry, I got the plexiglass, but, you know, there it is. So <clears throat> um, plexiglass is up. He's playing the piano, and he's playing the Send in the Clowns. And he says he's been playing for nine years, that he bought this piano for his mom. And that's his mom's favorite song. So he went ahead and, and learned it. And Lydia is saying he doesn't play the piano. He learned the song. I was wondering, like, does he actually play the piano? Like, is he classically trained? Because apparently this was like his world premiere. No one knew he played the piano and he had this talent. Or did he learn the song for the show? weigh in. I think that maybe he learned the song. But then again, the playing the piano would be like right up that whole grooming alley. You know what I mean? Like all of it, like a little bit of music, come on in, like, you know, come to my den, that type of thing. I don't know. Let me know what you guys think. So plays the piano, finishes that. And uh, they start off with some unreleased footage of him and Rose on the beach. And he wants to take some photos of her because he is a photographer. And so he wants bikini photos of her. She's never um, modeled before, which I think is interesting because if you fast forward a year, but Rose is doing all the modeling all the time now. Like she's modeling, she's changing her hair. She's come up on the glow up. Um, and Taisha, I can't see anyone else's comments. Oh, that's terrible. Well, they're all saying hello to you. They're saying, hi, Taisha. Um, Gail, hey, you're new too. Gail says he's trying too hard to get laid. Um, yeah, I agree with you, Gail. There's a lot going on. There's too many tricks going on for, for Big Ed. And especially because, you know, he's of the older persuasion. And so I find it a little odd. But let's get back to the bikini. So he's trying to get Rose to model. And at first she has like a summer dress on and she's like, you know, posing and he's telling her, do this, move your arm, move your head, turn your chin, look up, look down, all of this stuff, right? She's never done it. I get it. Granted, do you. But then he's like, I want to see you in the bikini that I bought you. 
Okay, big good. Come all the way down. Okay. So she takes off her dress and then it just, it got awkward from there. It got awkward from there. He's like, uh, get down, spread your legs, get wet, get on your knees. And after that, Sean was like, that was really awkward. And he tries to say, well, you know what? That's my work. If you see any of my work, I do very seductive photos. Let's talk about that. Okay. Let's talk about Big Ed and his seductive photos. Let's talk about Big Ed and his costumes. Let's talk about Big Ed and the fact that he's gone live with a bunch of underage people, all of it. Right. And I, I don't know. Right. I don't know. And everyone has their own vibe on him. Some people think he's just like playful and that's his quirky personality. Some people think he's grooming. Some people think like there's some deeper shit going on over there. I personally think that a grown ass man that's 50 plus dressing in costume all the time, like all the time, like he has a wardrobe full of costume is a bit weird. It's a bit weird because if you're going age appropriate, a 50 something woman is not going to find that attractive. And so is that who you're going for? Hey, Rodella. Uh, Rodella says, or uh, Nia says, ew. Rodella says, disgusting. And Lydia says, his face reactions watching the scene was concerning. And yeah, it was very concerning. And my whole thing is, who's your audience? Like, who exactly are you dressing up for? Because if you're being age appropriate, it's definitely not your 50 plus costumes for like 20 and younger. Hey, Lisa, you're new. Lisa says big Ed tried to sell himself as a gimmick type because we all like something a little bit different, but it backfired when we seen his real personality. Yes. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. He was trying to be a gimmick and trying to like play off um, things that are not perfect about him, but I've taken, I feel like he's taking it too far. He's taking it too far because now he's embraced it, Lisa. He's embraced like all the weirdness. And if you've seen any of his Instagram live stuff and, and especially throughout last year, it's midnight. Why are you live with the 17 and the 16 year old? Like what's that about? One of the lives, I think I even, I saw it. Um, and I think I have a screenshot of it. It started off like, kind of normal and then all of a sudden there was like some porn going on this person having sex with this person i was like oh whoa and he didn't stop it immediately so i just have some concerns i have concerns i want to know what your concerns are but where there's smoke there's fire that's how i feel so let me know what you guys feel anyways so he's going on to say that they were him and rose were in love and that the last time that they talked was the tell-all. And we all know how the tell-all went. It was explosive. He was cussing her out. She was cussing him out, screaming, liar, liar, all this stuff. And then he's trying to say now that he was just really hurt, that Rose changed his life. Of course she changed your life. You want to know why she changed your life? It's because you're both now reality stars. And my personal opinion, because, again, I've seen a ton of his lives, he thinks he's a superstar and I specifically remember one of the lives where he's at a bar with his daughter and her friends and one guy didn't know who he was and so he's on the live like this you guys he's like this guy doesn't know that I'm famous 
you guys tell him how famous I am. And the guy's like, yeah, I don't know who you are. And then he rolls his eyes and says, yeah, he doesn't know that I'm famous. So you want to take all that 90 day stuff and let it get to your head, Big Ed, because it's not like you're, you're a reality star. And yes, granted, you've been able to catapult this into many things with your sticker business and your cameos and all of that stuff. But like, don't get a big head, Big Ed, because it's unattractive and it makes it all just seem like, wow, in my opinion. So um, they have a surprise for him. They actually got Rose to come on and she's uh, on video. And he says, hello, my queen. And he asks for her forgiveness. He tells her she looks incredible. And on her side, she has a translator. Now, you guys, the translator wasn't Adam. Let's let's put it that way. He wasn't translating the way and what the words were coming out of Rose's mouth, which, you know, granted, you're going to summarize. I get it. But I'm so glad that they had the uh, captions to actually read what she was actually actually saying. Because what I hate the most is if I say, hey, you're a bitch, and then the translator says, well, hey, you know what? She kind of thinks that you're not the greatest. You see how it loses its oomph? That's how I felt with this translator specifically. They definitely needed Adam in this situation. Um, They play a little flashback of the tell-all where Rose is saying that he's a liar and that she doesn't like him and she never wants to be ever connected with Big Ed ever again. And it was awkward. And Ed says, well, you know, we were just angry and I was lashing out at him. And he started crying, you guys, like tears in his eyes, which reminds me of when I interviewed him. Because when I interviewed him and he was talking about um, just like how people were responding to him and how uh, he lost his wife at an early age, all of that stuff, tears in his eyes. Like an actor where you can like waterworks on and off. So I'm like, I don't know what to believe or not because... As I showed you guys, hey, Maddie, you're new. Hey, Kevin, you're new. Um, Welcome, you guys. Say hi to the new people in the live chat, regulars. Welcome them. Um, So if you guys were with me yesterday and you saw my little acting performance, if you have it in you, you have it in you. Like you can turn the waterworks on in a heartbeat and turn them off in a heartbeat. And I feel there's a little bit of that going on with Big Ed. And so I don't know if it's genuine. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if he's being genuine, like, hey, I really did care about you. And I was just hurt because we were so, and these are his words, we were so in love and it didn't work out, but you changed my life forever. Okay. Hey, Missy, you're new. Welcome. Hey, Dominique, you're new. Welcome. We're talking about Big Ed and woo, Lord, Lord. Um, so... He apologizes to her and says, you know, you helped me in so many ways. And I'm, you opened my heart to love, he says. And she, all she says is, well, you're welcome, which I died. I died, y'all. I laughed so hard because she was smiling. But, you know, I saw a meme today, and it's true. You know, when a woman's over you, all of a sudden, she's the head of HR. And she's like, you know what? I wish you well on all your endeavors. Good luck to you. Uh, blessings, like all that stuff. That's how she was treating it. She was like, okay, well, you're welcome. Glad I could have been of service. You know, peace out, deuces. It was hilarious. So um, 
then I thought it was interesting that Sean turned to Rose and asked her about dating after Big Ed. And so if you guys remember last year, the big scandal that came out was Big Ed was Big Ed. Rose was dating a female. And so Sean asked, like, when did you start dating dating females? And is that a brand new thing for you? Like, wh what's up with that? She was basically asking. And Rose said it was the first time for her and that she's not dating that woman anymore. And that instead she's focusing on her career and her son, Prince. And so I thought that was interesting because you guys, that was the biggest scandal last year. If you remember like when the Facebook photos leaked and they had matching watches on first and someone's like, that's a girl. No, it's not a girl. It's all this. Oh. So she basically confirmed it. Yes, that happened as soon as uh, her and Big Ed um, broke up. And then Big Ed on Bears All kind of took offense to it. He was like, yeah, well, I was just shocked because I didn't know. And I don't know if this is something that she, she does those are his words, or if she was just like exploring. And I was like, after dating you, she probably was just like, I'm done for a minute. And I'm going to try something completely different. So we learned about that. And then we got into some more weird stuff. So if you guys remember, Big Ed said that he has a grown ass daughter and he doesn't want any more kids. And that was a big point of contention between him and Rose when they were dating. We find out that he recently froze his sperm so that he can have kids in the future. Um, and that he also got a vasectomy. So he turns to camera and says, yeah, Rose, I did it finally. I got a vasectomy and I had to ice my balls for a week. And then Sean looks at him, the studio audience or faux audience starts laughing. And Sean's like, well, can you still ride your Vespa? And he's like, oh, don't make me laugh. It still hurts. I was like, see, this is why I can't understand you because you overreact and you didn't just have the surgery. You had the surgery way back when, do you know what I mean? Even if it was a month ago, even if it was two weeks ago, you didn't have it three days ago. And now you're acting like, oh my God, you're still in pain. Don't make me laugh. It still hurts. Um, I was like, see, this is why I can't trust you. I don't really know what your deal is. <laughs> Lisa says, Big Ed can turn any woman away from men. And Mardella says, no, Mr. Creepy did not get in his feelings. And then uh, Nia says he lost her because he cheated. So he tells Rose, you know, that he has these sperm frozen for future. And she's like, great, I'm happy for you. I'm happy that whoever you decide to give the sperm to, you know, good for them. And he's like, oh, no, I don't mean like that. I'm not going to just give it to anybody. I'm not going to sell it. And she was uninterested, unbothered, didn't even care. She was basically like, good luck with that. And then uh, they decided to talk a little bit about that shower scene with her dad and the rat and, you know, how, how the rat became famous and how Big Ed felt in that moment. And if you guys remember, that was a pretty big moment, right? Because he was super, it was awkward because you're taking a shower with the dad and then this is rat and, you know, he was acting like a princess, like he had never traveled before in a third world country. Um, 
And so that moment stood out. Big Ed then turns to Rose and says, I have one question for you. And his question was, do you regret meeting me? And she said, I accept it. It's part of my past, but I've moved on. And, you know, it is what it is. So why should I regret it? Because it's part of my history. That's what she said, which I thought was super dis diplomatic of her and very like mature of her. And he says, well, I just want you to know that you changed my life and bye for now. Sean's like, bye for now. That's loaded. What do you mean bye for now? Considering that you guys haven't talked since the tell all. So what are you even talking about? Bye for now. Are you like leering towards her? Cause she looks amazing. And now you think you're going to try to get her back. And I don't understand that. Like, a lot of men think that, like, if you talk to someone that you've been with in the past for five seconds, it doesn't mean they want you. You know what I mean? So just keep that in your mind. Then Sean mentions, and you guys know, there are so many spinoffs on Discovery Plus, you guys. And I, I tried to name them last time, but there's just so many. So let's start with the first. So there's the 90 Day Diaries. There is 90 Day Bears All. There's 90 day journey and there's also, um, what am I missing? 90 day and 90 day. What am I missing? I'm missing one. The journey bears all. Oh, the other way strikes back. That's the fourth one. And then you guys know that they've, Hey Amanda. Um, they've also introduced the new 90 day, the single life, which big ed is about to star in. They've also na named the new dating game. So there's that. So there's so there's like five, six, seven, eight spinoffs, including the ones that we already watched the other way before, now, what now, um, all of that. Regular the regular 90 days, like it literally can be you watching 90 days all day, every day, if you had that type of time. I pick and choose now, but I do have some time and, you know, I'm, I'm stuck on 90 days. I'm addicted. Anyhow, he's starring in 90 Day of the Single Life that is dropping right after Valentine's Day. So just in time for, you know, the love month. And he says that he's open to a new relationship and he really wants to find uh, that special someone. But he's having a hard time. And he wants someone to know that he has a fun personality and that uh, he does dumb things, but it's part of like being his quirky self. He says that since he started online dating and his profile picture, he's been catfished 15 times. And he says that he puts up his regular pictures and the people that catfish him put up like, okay, so here's the thing. He says they put up like, high school or college photos right and then they show up and he says he gets to the place and they show up and he doesn't recognize them because they're way older first of all let's take it back to why are you matching with people you know that are you know half your age if not younger let's talk about that right that's why i have issues with you so you're matching with these 15 people that you say catfish you that they look like they have high school and college photos but you're clicking, yes, that's the one you want to be with. And then you're disappointed when they're actually age appropriate. I'm confused. Hey, Lisa, you're new. 
what happened to AfterBuzz and why hasn't this channel blown up? I'm confused. Okay, so there's two questions there. I'll address them real quick. Uh, AfterBuzz has been on hiatus ever since the pandemic. We don't know when the studios are opening it up again because we're still in the pandemic. Um, I also know that the owners um, are working through some personal things with their families. So until that all gets resolved, we are not sure when we're getting back. And why hasn't my personal channel blown up yet? I don't know, you guys. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Make sure that you're subscribing to my YouTube and putting it all out there because everyone gets their news from us. And if you're following us on the socials are right up there, 90 Days of Melanated Way, we drop bombs every single day, like literally every single day. And a lot of other people get their news directly from the Melanated Way. So yeah, definitely tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend and help us grow the page. I would appreciate it. So thank you for asking that question, Lisa. Back to Big Ed. So Sean says to him, so what, what are you looking for exactly in a relationship? And... He's like, well, no younger than 36. And then she's like, well, why don't you want to go ahead and date women your own age? And he says he's not into it. He's not attracted to them. Okay. That is red flag number two for me. Okay. Two red flags. Again, feel however you want to feel, but why can't you get along with people your own age? Why are they? And 36, he's exaggerating. If you look at the girls that he's quote unquote dating or, or pursuing, they look like 25. They really do. I don't know. So Sean mentions uh, Jennifer Lopez and says, well, you know, Jennifer Lopez is in her 50s and she's dropped dead. And he's like, oh, are you offering Jennifer Lopez to me? If she was single, would you go for her? And he's like, well, point taken. I'll think about it. Okay, so you know you have a grown-ass daughter who is the same age as the woman that you're pursuing. It's a bit weird. Hey, Patrice. Do you have a link to your YouTube channel on your Instagram at 90? I do. The link is in the bio. The link is in the bio. Uh, Linda Entry Reporter, if you're just Googling it, it will come up. Uh, thank you for that question. And definitely subscribe and like. I appreciate you guys so much. So they show a preview of 90 Days of Single Life, and it starts off with Big Ed in his Elvis outfit that because he's updating his dating profile, and the Elvis outfit seems appropriate to him. And then he had, like, a dinosaur costume, a bunch of costumes, you guys. Like, who has costumes? Do you guys have costumes like that in your house? I have, like, maybe three costumes for Halloween that I wear for Halloween, and, you know, they're, like, the sexy Halloween costumes. What I don't have is costumes that children like. Am I saying too much? Is that too much? Um, uh, Lisa, you're from Australia. Hey, I, I was gonna do my Australian accent, but I don't wanna embarrass myself. So yes, I'm glad you're here. Uh, so, Cause I know that Discovery Plus is American based right now and my Canadians can't get it. And um, a lot of places around the world outside of America can't really get it. And I talked about it on the first episode. If you guys are super diehard and you really want to uh, get Discovery Plus, you know, you can get it and get a VPN, but that's an additional charge for you. Um, so 
you might just want to wait. I know that that TLC and the Discovery Plus is rolling out country by country. It's just going to take a little bit of time. So if I were you, I'd, I'd ride it out. And as soon as it gets to your country, pay the low, you know, $5 or $7, whatever you guys decide to do, however much it's going to be in your country. And in the meantime, just get the recaps from me. Get the recaps from me and my social media. I always post like small clips of the actual um, shows that the 90 day, I just repost what 90 day puts out there. So you'll get a general gist of what's really going on. So he's in this alpha. Elvis outfit, and then they show a date. And the date, you guys, was so super awkward. First of all, she was definitely not 36. If I had to guess, I'd say she was about 30. They're in his backyard, and they're just talking. They just finished dinner. And he's like, you know, I just want to let you know that I really love spending time with you. And I definitely want to, like, take my time, but I I just want to spend more time with you. And she's like, okay. That's all she said. And then... Uh, there was some more awkward talk. And then she's like, well, thank you for dinner. I should probably go. And as she's leaving, he walks her to the door. And he literally grabs her head, you guys, and pulls her in for a kiss. And she stops it, blocks it. He ends up kissing her nose because she puts her head down like this, kisses her nose. And then she puts her hand on his lip and was like, oh, I was not expecting that. It's too soon. And he's like, it, it's too soon. She's like, yes. And then it was like awkward silence. They're looking at each other. He literally got so rejected in that moment. And here's the crazy part, you guys. Sean and Discovery Plus replayed that moment in slow motion. So you see the, oh, 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 rejection. It was awful. It was awful to watch in slow motion. It was just awful, cringeworthy. Um, So if that's any foreshadowing to how this dating show is going to be. It's going to be filled with drama and I'm here for it. Uh, Then they do a throwback and they do some throwback pictures of Big Ed from when he was like one year old to like when he was in high school and his college photos and he looks exactly the same, just older. And then they played a game where they had uh, throwbacks of Tariq, Ziad and Darcy. In the Darcy one, he thought Darcy's a throwback photo was Juliana. And this these are his words that I was like, this dude, it's just he's doing the most. He's like, what happened to Darcy? He's like, that's what happens to me when I'm dating. He's like, I look at the picture and I get a picture of young Darcy and then old Darcy shows up. Do you know how disrespectful that is to Darcy? Because Darcy's beautiful. And even Sean said, you know what? That's a bad photo of Darcy, but Darcy's beautiful in person. I've met Darcy. I know Darcy. I love Darcy. And she is beautiful in person. She gets a bad rep for, you know, using filters and all that stuff. But she really is beautiful, you guys, in real life. She's actually really, really beautiful. And for Big Ed to tell someone, like, what happened to Darcy, you need to go ahead and turn that mirror on yourself. What happened to you? Because you are a hot mess. And how dare you try to disrespect Darcy on national TV? You. You who, you guys, I forgot to say, he was in this suit that was like, I'm going to I'm gonna butcher the word. Maybe someone knows it. But it was like brocade, I think it is. You know when it's like material, but then there's like another material that's like fuzzy on it. And it has like cutout patterns. He had a silver, black, and gray jacket like that. 
He had a white shirt like up here to his neck, buttoned up, and then he had I don't know, men help me out the um, lapel collar things, like a gold one here and a gold one here. And then he had black shorts on with socks and sneakers on. That was his outfit. But you want to call out Darcy. Yeah. Okay. So then, you guys, they had Ryan on, Stephanie's Ryan from this season, season eight. And y'all, I had so many issues with this. So first of all, he changed his hair. So you know his hair is like a little patchy or it has been a little patchy since we met him. He kind of is not looking that fly. He changed his hair. His He's got a big fro now. Looks way better. Still, you know, same face, but his hair looks better. And he's explaining he looked like a door. <laughs> yeah, he did. Ed did look like a door with the door knocking thing. That's exactly it. Um, so Ryan explained what happened with Stephanie. And he said that they had a big fight. And he left that day. And because of the fight, that's why Harris came and got involved, that whole thing. So then Sean asked him, like, what's up with your cousin? Like, what, what happened there? And Ryan's like, well, he's trying to get money out of her. That's Harris is literally just trying to get money out of her. He wants food on his table. He wants to feed his family. And he sees Stephanie as a meal ticket. Okay. All right. All right, I'm going to leave that there for one five, one minute as I say this. So then Big Ed's like, well, you know, if anyone cheats on you, they don't respect you. And especially if they cheat on you with a family member like your cousin, like he has no respect for you. And then Sean says, yeah, so why didn't you leave her? Like this has been going on for four years. Why didn't you leave her? His response, you guys, silence at first, cricket, cricket, cricket. And then he says, I don't know. I'm not sure, he says. You're not sure? Lies. If I could show you my notes, if you could see this. Lies is all in capitals. You haven't left her because she's your meal ticket, y'all. That is your gravy train. And if you've, you're new here, Stephanie is his employer, pays his paycheck for the fake job that he has. Stephanie gives him money gives the family money, pays the rent. There's the $3,000 watches and the underwear and the socks and the flip-flops and all. Yo, if I had to break it down and say, hey, she gives him like five grand a month US every month, is he going to leave that? Is he going to leave the money ticket, the meal ticket that's paying not only him, but his entire family? He's not going anywhere. And guess what? If you're new here too, I think that Harris and Ryan are in it together. And Ryan, he says he's mad at his, his cousin. He's not talking to him. But Ryan, as we all know from the previous episode, which I called from day one, Ryan already knew that Harris slept with him. And he didn't give a shit. Like, he didn't care because guess what? I'm not stopping the money train. And guess what Harris wants to do? Harris knows that his cousin's getting this money from this American woman, let me try to get in on the action. That's exactly what happened, you guys, okay? That's exactly what happened. Terrible to say, but they're like, 
preying on her vulnerabilities in the sense that she wants the attention, right, from the young men, and she's willing to shell out money for it. And they want the money, however they're going to get it. So if I have to wine and dine you, and like Stephanie said, he made me feel beautiful, and you haven't been making me feel beautiful, if that's going to translate into money in my hand, guess what? I'm about to go ahead and do that. Hey, Kennedy, you're new. Um, Kennedy says, I agree. Both are scamming her. Remember when he said he'd rather just have cash? Facts. I don't even want the gifts. Just give me the cash. I'm staying in this relationship even though I know that you slept with my cousin because guess what? I want the cash. And guess what? My cousin wants the cash too. So he's going to go ahead and, and try to handle his business too. And so Sean's like, oh, guess what? I have a surprise for you. Harris has made a video and I want you to see it. Ryan hung up. He was gone. So apparently he's so mad at his cousin. He wants nothing to do with his cousin. He hung up the phone, which I still find hard to believe. Like, yeah, okay, you're mad at, at your cousin, but you don't even like Stephanie. You don't even really want to be with Stephanie. And spoiler alert, spoiler alert, if you're new here, um, you know that the next time that we see Stephanie, she's not going to be with Ryan. She's going to be with Harris. And she films the rest of the season with Harris. So Ryan doesn't give, he doesn't care. He gives zero Fs about this whole thing. Oh, hey, Esperance, you're my favorite. Thank you so much for supporting my YouTube page and commenting and saying all the nice things. I appreciate you. Uh, she says the cash and getting to see the U.S. That's it. And he said it in the beginning, you guys. When people tell you who they are, believe them. He said it in the second episode when we met him, or is it the third, where he was like, yeah, all my friends have gone to America and they've had kids and they're living that life. I'm the only unlucky one. It's taken me three years. That's what he wants. He wants to come to America by any means necessary. And oh, by the way, I want some cash. So I'm not surprised. Anyways, Sean shows this Harris video. And you guys, first of all, do you guys remember seeing online the photo of Harris lying down. He's got like a white tank top on. He looks super hot. Do you guys remember seeing that at all? If you haven't seen it, you need to look for it because he does look super hot. But Harris in this video did not look super hot at all, in my opinion. And his personality wrecked it for me. So uh, we find out that Harris and Ryan are third cousins. And he says that Ryan met, quote, a pretty white lady and she decided to hang out with Ryan and invited Harris to come along. And then they were all drinking and hanging out. Ryan went to the bar to get some more drinks. And Harris says that he saw that Stephanie was watching him and that when Ryan left, she came over to him, lifted up his shirt and said, Ooh, you're strong and thick. You're not scrawny like Ryan. And then She's like, I want to see you out of those clothes. That's what Harris says that Stephanie said to him. Okay. Then he goes on to say, 
two to three days later, the big fight that, that Stephanie had with Ryan where she threw his cell phone and she was crying and kicked him out and it was over. And that's the time where she texted Harris. Well, she texted Harris the two to three days later, told him about the big fight he had with Ryan. And then Harris says, Stephanie suggested that he come over at nine o'clock. So he came over at nine o'clock and she asked him to take his shirt off because she wanted to see his body. And then he says that she's like, he's like, well, do you want just my top off or do you want me to take all of it off? And in his mind, his words, you guys, he said he started thinking he's going to hit this. So he gets naked. They get high together. They have sex. And when I say that he said, these are his words on Discovery Plus, that he was going to hit that. And I'm just going to go meow and you guys will get it. So he said, I'm going to hit that meow. And he did. Crass. And like, just, he gave zero at all you guys. He was like, I'm going to hit this woman. I'm going to get this money. I'm going to do what I got to do to line my pockets as well. I was shook, y'all. I was, sh- I was, okay, so I, I'm torn. Part of me was shook because, A, you know, I appreciate people that are super direct. But I was also shook because part of me was feeling like they were playing up that stereotype of the black man. Do you know what I mean? And so it was like hard for me to reconcile what exactly was going on because a lot of that goes on with the stereotypes and it being Black History Month and it being, you know, in front of my head. I was like, why is he being this way? Is he really this way? Is he scamming her? But like, what role does she have in it? Like they, they all play a crazy part in this whole situation as far as I'm concerned. So then Harris goes on to say that Ryan treated Stephanie bad and that's why he was able to slip in and that Ryan didn't caress her and love her the right way. And then Sean's like, well, if you were so good, why did she leave you and go back to Ryan? which I thought was funny and an appropriate question. And he was like, well, I guess maybe Ryan is better than me um, in bed. Maybe. But, you know, we, we also know that she only took him back momentarily because it doesn't, it doesn't end well for Ryan and Stephanie. Then you guys, he was asked if he felt guilty for sleeping with Stephanie And he said, no, I don't feel guilty. And then Big Ed jumps in and says, it's because she's beautiful. And he's like, exactly. And then Big Ed says, when it's a beautiful woman, you don't care if you're cheating or if you're not cheating. The beauty outweighs the guilt. That's what Big Ed said. And Ryan agreed with her. And then Ryan said, and then Sean asked about like, how does your family feel about all this? Like, do they know? And he's like, they don't know. And she's like, well, you know, you're on national TV. They're going to know now. And then what? He's like, well, if I'm going to have an issue, then, you know, I'm going to stay in contact with you. He flirts with Sean, literally asks for her phone number on national TV. And Sean's like, yeah, you're not getting those digits. Like, nah, we're good. That was that. So it was juicy, y'all. Lisa's asking, did Ryan seem believable when he was saying that Stephanie came on to him? Um, are you asking about Ryan or Harris? Because Ryan came off to me like he was scamming her and he only cares about the money and coming to America. If you're asking about Harris, the cousin, and if he came off as believable, he did not come off as believable at all. 
he came off, you guys, worse than Ryan. Because Ryan, here's what I think. Ryan, he, he's telling Stephanie exactly what he wants. He wants the money. He wants the gifts. And he's willing to put up with the BS and the nagging, in his words, in his opinion, for her to continue to fund his life. Harris is more like slimy with it, has the words and the sleek, uh, 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 you know what I'm saying, right? And he gives zero about anything but him. And he's trying to like reel her in. It's really gross, you guys. So no, not believable, Lisa, at all. S. Hooray says, I believe Harris. She told Ryan that she was love deprived and Harris was flirting with her all the time. So she knew what would happen when she called him. She absolutely did know and she wanted to do that. She wanted the attention, you guys. Stephanie is buying attention from the young men that she wants. And I think I was talking to one of my regulars in the live chat the other day. And she does, in a way, there are women that fetishize. Why can I say the word? You know, they have fetish for black men, just like there are people that have fetish for brown skinned women, all that. There are fetishes out there. And I think Stephanie is one of those people. And she likes the attention that young men give her. And hence, this is the situation she's in. She has the means to support this lifestyle. And these are the consequences. Because I have to say to you guys, She's, she's what, 52? And says in her whole life, she never wanted to get married. And it wasn't until she met Ryan that she decided that she wanted to marry him. Think about that. Why do you want to marry this guy that clearly is not into you? And that you clearly have to pay to be around you. Who, after 10 months, doesn't even want to have sex with you on the first night. Right? Think about all of that stuff. Uh, how old is Harris? Patrice is asking. I actually don't know. They didn't say. Excuse me. We know that uh, Ryan's in his 20s. Excuse me. So I'm thinking that same around the same age. He looked young. Like he looked late 20s. For sure. Then you guys, last but definitely not least, Adam. They ended the show with Adam, with uh, Brittany and Yazan and, you know, the drama. First of all, I can't understand why these two hate each other so very much. I feel like there's so much more to the story that we haven't heard yet because these two are like venom, just spilling venom. But before I go there, I want to ask you my second question. So my question to you guys is, would you forgive a family member if they cheated with someone you dated? Would you forgive a family member if they cheated with someone that you dated? I personally couldn't do it because my issue would be with the family member. Cause then I got to see what all the holidays and barbecues and the gatherings, all of that stuff. And the person you cheated with is long gone, but you're there for life, your blood. So I would have a hard time. Maybe I'd forgive it, but I wouldn't forget it. What would you guys do? Forgive and forget. Kennedy says, dated, yes, married to, hell no. Okay. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. I like that answer, actually. Yeah, I would have a hard time because I have to see that person all the time. Lisa says, yes, I would forgive the family member, but my boyfriend would be kicked to the curb. That's how I feel, Lisa. I'd forgive. I wouldn't forgive, but 
the boyfriend would be gone. Like, bye. Bye. So last but not least, we have Adam. And what we find out is that Adam has become good friends with Yazan and with Brittany in a way. Right? So because he spends so much time with them, he's gotten to really know them. And they start talking about this kind of tell-all, because it was kind of like a tell-all, where Yazan and Brittany are screaming at each other. They're cursing. And if you guys haven't seen that part of Berazal, it was a bloodbath. Yazan's family was there. Brittany was there. Her dad, Greg, was there. They were all screaming at each other. They're cussing uh, Adam out for not translating properly. It was a bloodbath. Like, everyone's screaming at everyone. But it was, you know, exactly what we wanted to see. Um, and Sean kept saying, you know, don't get it on him involved. He's just translating. He's just translating. Just calm down, everyone. And Adam's like, yeah, people fight. And then they're, they forget that I'm just the translator and they take it out on me. Um, and then there were F-bombs dropped everywhere, right? And so Sean asked, and I don't know if there's any um, people in the live chat or if you guys are watching the replay who speak Arabic, forgive me because I only heard it like twice quick. So I don't know if I'm saying it right. But Sean asked, what's the equivalent of the F-bomb in Arabic? And Adam gets all shy and was like, oh, I can't believe you're asking me that. And he says, Kustakat? I think I'm saying it right. If I'm wrong, you know, correct me. Um, but basically, it's re- it's worse than saying the F-bomb. It's basically saying, I, eh, eh, your sister or your mama. So... Uh, there was a lot of that going on. So then Yazan is asked, like, is he dating? Has he moved past Brittany? And he says, yes, he is dating. And you guys, you know, we broke it here on the 90 Day, the Melanated Way. Um, I'm going to tell you what he said on the show. So that he said he met this girl on Instagram. Brittany starts laughing and says that Yazan talks to any woman that slides into his DMs. And she doesn't believe this girl's real, but the girl's real, you guys. I'm going to call her, quote unquote, Lulu, because that was her screen name. Um, Yuzan said they met because she slid into his DMs and she sent him a Jordanian slang. And he found it surprising because she's American. He says that she lives in Tennessee. They hit it off and now they've been dating and they're waiting for the borders to open up so that they can meet. And get married okay now again if you follow 90 day of the melanated way we uh broke the story of what she looked like because she did go on lives with him a lot but she would always hide her face and a source sent me photos of her so i posted and i will say this: she's she's definitely um crass crass in her words she was all over in the beginning, she was all over um, the comment section on her Instagram. She did send me a couple of messages that were off off the wall, y'all. Off the wall. F-bombs here, F-bombs there, this and that, this and that. I think she posted about 90 Day, the melanated way in her stories. It was a hot mess. Uh, I didn't respond to any of it. And then other bloggers started picking up the story. And so she started, like, cussing them out as well. And ended up her deleting her Instagram account. But that's kind of, I feel like that's Yazan's 
D'Lo, like I think he likes the drama. He says, I don't want drama. I don't want drama. But he brings drama on in the type of people that he dates. So um, he's dating this girl. She's Muslim American. He says that she knows the customs and traditions. And they haven't met in real life yet, y'all. They've just met on Instagram. So he also says that she's a doctor, which I, my sources, if you're listening to this on the podcast, and that's a thing, right? When you push your nose, like you're, you're, you might be bending the truth. I feel like there's a little bit of bending the truth there. But uh, he says she's a doctor and the borders are closed. And because she's a doctor and we're in a pandemic, that she's definitely needed and she can't leave her, can't leave work because she's busy being a doctor. But uh, once the borders are open, that she's going to fly over to Jordan, he says. And they're going to get married and they're going to live in Jordan. Brittany says that's BS, that he's dating an American because his goal is to come to America. And Brittany says that he like he's a user and he's lazy and he likes to date women that have their shit together so that he can go and sponge off of them. And he wants to come to America and sponge off of her. And he got pissed off. He said that God will expose her nastiness and the nasty things that she says. And Brittany just started laughing. Now, Brittany was asked if she's dating. She said she is dating. And Sean's like, Did you, are you dating someone special? And Brittany says they're all special. And then she brings up that her first, one of her first dates was a private jet. And if you guys remember this, because uh, I totally remember it, the, that date did not go well. And that guy threw her under the bus all over social media. So real quick, they met. He is like some music guy. And if you guys remember, he they were on a private jet, flew her to LA, was whining and dining her. But then he turned around and said that Brittany was ungrateful. She never said thank you for anything and that she expected him to pay for everything. And that he, she, he says that Brittany was broke and that she had no money for the trip. And he had to keep giving her like $1,000 here, $2,000 there. And that uh, he would never date her again because she's like broke and not about anything and ungrateful. So I thought it was interesting that Brittany brought up that being like her first date that it was on a private jet when that's the same dude that called her out. So I, I thought it was interesting, but so be it. Um, they showed a little bit more of Brittany and Yazan screaming at each other. Adam was like, I just want it to end. And he said that he didn't observe any qualities that they shared in a relationship that would make it work. And he feels that they were a bad match. They have communication issues. Uh, they have uh, religious issues. And he thinks that Yazan, right? And remember, I just said that there are men that have fetishes. Adam th- thinks that Yazan was attracted to. Britney's exoticness and he thinks that they had a purely sexual relationship even though Yazan said that he was still a virgin and they never had sex you guys remember the season where Britney's like oh just stay over and he's like oh I can I can on camera y'all I said this from the beginning there's no way that they're putting up with all this BS if they are not having sex there's just no way and then Adam confirmed him. he said that they couldn't keep their hands off of each other that they were completely attracted to each other and when Adam asked Yazan 
why do you love Britney? Why are you sacrificing the your family, your social status, and even possibly your life? Yazan said that he's attracted to her body and it, it was all lust. So who said that Lisa... The evidence speaks loudly. I still believe that they knock boots. Radella, 1,000% they knock boots. No ands, ifs, or buts about it. Adam basically confirmed it without saying those exact things. Um, so then the last part of it was Adam reading tweets because Adam is the most beloved translator in 90-day history, and everyone loves Adam. And it's interesting to me because I'm starting to hear some different things about if you guys are watching 90 Day, uh, The Other Way Strikes Back. It seems like Adam is kind of siding with Yuzan over things. I haven't seen it, but that's the feedback that people have been giving me. So you guys let me know if you believe that as well. Um, but he reads some tweets and everyone's calling him the 90 Day Whisperer. And one person asked, does Adam come as an app? For future communication with all other 90-day fiance couples. And I thought that was hilarious. Um, S4A says, I heard a lot of Muslim people say that it doesn't count if she is not Muslim or that it doesn't count if they do other things than the basic things if you catch my drift. I've heard that before too. But I still think they went all the way. I think they went all the way. And you can't change my mind because I just don't believe it. I don't believe it. I don't believe that he's a virgin. I believe that they they knocked boots and they enjoyed it and that's what kept them together. Last question of the night, you guys. Thank you so much for being here. I loved it. I loved seeing all your comments. So my last question is, do you think Adam has been impartial with his relationship as a translator with Yazan and Brittany? Do you think that Adam has been impartial with his relationship as a translator with Yazan and Brittany. Um, I'm going to say, because I haven't seen the other way, that I hope that he's been impartial. I'm hearing otherwise, and I'm hearing that he's definitely been siding in, with Yazan and actually making fun of Brittany, but I don't know that for a fact. And so until I see it with my own eyes, I'm going to say yes. You guys definitely let me know what you think in the comments. Um, definitely know what you let me what you think in the live chat and we can talk about it later. Thank you guys so much for joining me. Make sure that you're liking, liking, liking this wherever you're watching from. Subscribe to our YouTube, Linda Entwee, the reporter on YouTube and tell a friend to tell a friend, to tell a friend. Cause like Lisa said, we want this page to blow up because we definitely break all the news. We definitely break all the gossip here first and then you hear it after. So be in the know, be the first to know. So tell a friend to tell a friend. I appreciate you guys. And tomorrow I will be back for my premium subscribers with news and gossip. And let's just say this. I heard from Ashley, 90 Day Today. I heard from Anna, 90 Day Fiance. And I have a lot to say about this week. A lot. There, I have so much to say. And if you want to catch up, 
It's 90 Day, The Melanated Way, all across social media. Definitely hit up our Instagram. I've leaked a little bit about Caesar and his new girlfriend and losing $60,000, selling his house, selling his bike, all that stuff. But we're going to talk about it all tomorrow. Same time, same place, 8 o'clock. Bye for now, you guys. Love y'all.